Hi, everyone, and welcome to, and just like, what? Sex in the City? Rewind. Rewind, where Sex in the City superfans tell the truth and nothing but the truth about the show that shaped us and made us who we are today. Beans is even (laughs) making appearance early today. Beans, the Sex in the City lover. Maybe a hater, because she seems to... To get riley, really riled up when we start this podcast. Let, let me again just say, so please don't affect our, our reviews. We're recording from our homes yeah. in Canada. Not a setup. There's no setup. Right now, I'm sitting on the floor with low light. <laughs> um, Meredith asked me where I possibly could have been. And... There's hums all over my apartment. I don't know what's going on. I really need like, we need a podcast room. We need a studio. Maybe it's haunted. Have you ever considered that? Like my new apartment. Oh yeah, it could be because you know, we had someone, we had that crazy tragedy in this, in this building. (laughs) So I'm sure it's, oh, that's, it's, it's funny in how bizarre it was actually. I did not mean to bring that up. And now listeners are going to be like, what? It is haunted actually. So thank you. Sorry, Thank you, Skittles. Should, should we move on? <laughs> um, let's move on. So, <laughs> Meredith, it's been a, a little while. We have had another hiatus. Yeah, it's, well, been- it's it's the it's almost the holiday season. Things are getting cray cray. Things are getting cray cray. Ricky and I are both busy comms professionals. Yes, we're too busy for this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's hard to almost connect right now. But <clears throat> let me just say when I think and. And just like what, when that starts up, I think it's going to be soon. I feel it in my bones. I think it's going to be like January. Do they have a release date? No, but I think they're going to spring it on us because right now on HBO, it's, um, you know, their big show is White Lotus. Oh, yeah. And it's really good, by the way. Yeah. If you aren't watching it. Um, But I think their next headline show might be and just like what? And just you like keep that. Calling and just like, well, okay. I so just, say, it, to me, it's the same thing. <laughs> so they're aiming for summer 2023. Oh no. But you know, okay, I'm fine but then, with that but then another one said, Oh no. Yeah. I think summer. No, summer I'm fine with that timing. And I'll tell you why, because please tell it, me why. Well, it used to be out in summer. I think the show always aired. It started in like spring and went through to like early fall. That was the, how the seasons came out originally. Yeah. So I, and I just remember always watching Sex and the City in Height of Summer and I loved yes, it. It was just so true. good. It's a summer show. It's a summer show. So I'm, I'm happy about this. I'm so excited about season two. I really am too. Like, oh, wait, did you hear there's going to be a weird actor? Like, um, they signed someone really strange. Um, Who? I'm, I have no facts. Do you want me to Google it? Google it. There's okay. a new, there's someone like really off the wall to me. Like an, it just, um, like not a good, not an Tony A-list. Danza? Tony Danza. What? Don't you think that's really weird? Who's he going to be? I hope he's just himself. You know what I mean? Like Tony Danza <gasps> comes in. Oh my gosh. What? He's they who shall not be named. Che's dad. Ex-partner. That is wild although i can see it i'm fine no 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 i can't see it at all tony danza's <laughs> like a five foot tall man and i feel like che must he's be about five foot, six five he, like i don't know i can't see it at all i don't see it i don't like it at all 
I don't want Jay to be in it at all. So to have Tony Danza come in as a father isn't going to fix anything. He's not Mexican or Irish, but he's Tony Danza. <laughs> oh, I don't know about this. I'm curious to see. I'm I, I I'll I'll entertain it. It might grow on me. I'll just be happy to have the show on. So the the level of forgiveness I'll have will be high. Of course. Because I'm just going to want to watch it. So Yes. But this week we're looking at... Actually, I was kind of scared to to turn on this episode because I thought it was a different one. The cast system. Mm-hmm. Season 2, episode 10. Um, but luckily it was not the one that I thought it was. So I was yeah. kind of okay to watch it. But it was still pretty bad. So wait, which actually, one did you so think I'm it was? <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it, I thought it was... The all-time worst episode, which is um, where Samantha dates the, uh, the a black man and his sister has like a really hard time with it. She's the club owner. What's that called? I don't Do you know. Remember? I don't know what it's called. But isn't it in this season too? I think it's in season three. Oh, it's in season three. I think so. It's kind of like unanimously the word known to be the worst episode. Like they just, everything fell apart for that one. Although I do think a lot fell apart for this one. It started really strong to me and then it went was, just downhill. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I was, I, again, I was like <laughs> bummed that I had to watch this. I know. Because old dogs knew dicks. dicks. And then this one, I was like, what the fuck season two? They were still fumbling around a little bit. I, I, I feel like it was yeah. like almost... It was really archetype. It was really cliche and it was really sitcom-y. Don't you think like how they treated uh, some the, okay, well, we yes. should dive in. Yes. And, and I, and I also, I also felt like they had this idea that it was like really edgy. They're like, oh, we're exploring this, these edgy themes. And I was yeah. like, it was kind of um, reductive. Is that the right word? Reductive. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They didn't really explore them. They, they showed it in an edgy, maybe what they thought was an edgy way or something like that, but it wasn't, it wasn't deep at all. And And, and also the way they, and, and Carrie's character turns here. It's like, she's just a legit garbage person. A garbage sociopath. I wrote down sociopath. Yeah. It's, they're all like, it's just, they do no fit. And, and so she makes some really bad choices, but there's nothing complex or interesting about her choices. No, nothing, nothing real. The only part, well, we can save it is at the end when it was like, Jeremiah was in her bed as she was talking to Mr. Big. I thought like that was kind of, could you imagine having that happen? Like how garbage, like it just illustrated a pure garbage moment, but really well. (laughs) <laughs> but she's not a good she's not a good person she's not a good person in this at all and um none of them were and i feel like they had this you know the theme of the caste system like the the rich and poor or the powerful and not powerful and the famous and not famous and like where you fit into that order and it was just too on the head everything was, was so yeah it was all yeah. like just kind of silly yeah it, okay. like there was there wasn't enough complexity in it for it to, for it to be um, interesting. It was just like obvious. So obvious. Right? Exactly. Like, okay. Vulture, vulture me up. Okay. What, do, where do you, so I think that I, I want to run some numbers here. I want to crunch some numbers to see, cause I think season two overall is the maybe w- the worst season. Worst season. 
Well, it has a highs I, and I lows because it, it also had like a top 10. But, but on the vulture list, yeah, so that might skew it. But it on the vulture list, so there's some bad season ones on here too, but yeah, like I feel like season two. Like models in, and mortals. In the top yeah. 10, yeah. Are a lot of them are like worst, top 10 worst. Uh, a lot of them are season twos. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Ooh. In six, the bottom 10. Seven, eight. So it was all season two in the bottom 10. Eight of the bottom 10 are season two. Oh boy. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's bad. I would it's, give this is definitely bottom 10, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting that it, they got renewed after such a bad sophomore season. Well, I feel here's the thing. I think it was actually probably a hit because it was pretty entertaining and edgy and like sex and, yeah. you know, blowjobby and stuff. And like, that's what people were really turning to Bravo for <laughs> at the time. Totally. They're like, <laughs> well, am I going to see some boobs? Yeah. Like I need <clears throat> to see nipple. I need to like, it was just, it kept Ooh. the people hanging on. I think there's a charm factor about even this episode like okay so here's so <clears throat> i get so according to rotten tomatoes season one has the lowest ranking at 44 percent. okay and then season two is the second lowest second lowest 60 and then it just yeah. gets progressively and gets better there's yeah. no doubt that the show took off somehow like right about now or right after this because i still even see the styling is not quite like the level because it goes from kind of like cosmo to vogue in a matter yeah. of two years yeah it that's true yeah so yeah so i i feel like it still hasn't taken off as a pop culture phenomenon and once it does it I, it's definitely you know like brewing right now and stewing but once it does it's really does get a lot better. Like the, a lot of my favorite storylines come with, you know, Aiden and Burger yes. and the return of yes. Big and Paris, Paris and all that type of stuff. So what's his name? Prakovsky, Prakovsky, Prakovsky. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think mean, it's I like a the great storylines. The storylines are good. I he maybe Barishnikov is not Bar- my favorite actor, but the storylines are good. So I'm interested to know, like, so this is. So 1999, this aired August 8th, 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm curious. So when you look back on those reviews, 44% for season one mm-hmm. and it was renewed. Yeah. 60% for season two. So, and it gets yeah. progressively better. So I, I think well, it was, I, it's a different time that when they were making TV because it wasn't, we weren't at peak TV yet. No, right? no. This brought in peak TV. By the time this yep. was and done, Sopranos. the Sopranos, Sex in the City, Six feet under yeah. HBO started to bring in peak TV. The wire. The wire. So it's, yeah. I'm just curious because to not have a strong first and second season now it today, you wouldn't get renewed. You you couldn't get right? renewed. No, exactly. Like um, but I wonder what the ratings were. Like honestly, what were yeah. the ratings at this time? Because yeah, um, I think this looks even though it was starting to get better, it was probably it's probably a pretty low budget show. Do you like think? What, well, like what other than filming in New York, which would be expensive. Um, what what's expensive about this? Really? Except for Carrie's apartment, maybe cast. like some sets, some of the cast. Yeah, that, that would get pricey. Huge. Yeah, no, that would get pricey as their star rose. I'm actually yeah. surprised it did last as long as it did with that cast and everything. 
five seasons. The cast system. Bringing back to the cast system. The ca- do you want to? Do you want to read cased? cased? I think cast or cased. Anyway, um, do you want to read the synopsis? Because this mm-hmm. always throws me into a total whirlwind. Yes, let me read the synopsis. Thank you, IMDb. The girls wrestle with social inequalities. When Samantha dates super rich Harvey, she enjoys the perks she claims not to crave, but finds his relationship with female servant some is not as one-sided as it seems. Charlotte's date with celebrity actor Wiley Ford starts as a luxury dream. <laughs> Gross, Charlotte. Hmm. But she soon finds she's expected to become more of an abjectly servile fan than a self-respecting lover. Miranda takes Steve shopping for his wardrobe, but has a taste he cannot afford, and yet won't allow her to pick up the bill, even if that breaks them up. Carrie is insecure again when Big takes her to a socialite party on Park Avenue, but never seems able to express his love. And therefore, she goes out with an artistic flirt without means she finds waitering there. This is waitering there. Uh, a little better written than the good. last one. Yeah, this was better. Um, Charlotte has no moral compass. Charlotte, it's so funny because we love Charlotte and then just like that. Yeah. But I feel like the star on our rewatch is Miranda. No? It's like they flip-flopped. So wait, so we like who? <laughs> Tell we me like, who I like. We now. like Charlotte in the reboot. In the reboot. Yes, yes. And Miranda becomes just hate Miranda. Just but, hate Miranda. But in the rewatch, I feel like we love Miranda. Yes. Don't you think Carrie in the reboot gets better? Like, don't you think there's some sort of wisdom in Carrie? The yes. second time around, like she's, it, we're she's not seeing a world, it here. She's a world weary Carrie. She's a world weary Carrie, and I was just thinking, you know, remember in this in this episode when he says, "Oh, well, I went to this little vineyard in Tuscany with my ex. Now I'd like to go with someone I actually like." I I kind of like flash forward with this wonderful life with Mister Big. You know, like they did go all over. Yeah, I'm sure they were sad. just had a really great life together. You know, in that interim, yeah, I think. And then I, it just makes the gravitas of what happened to her really all the better. She's dramatically. I mean, Sarah Jessica Parker's a fantastic actor. She's and so she gets oh, a lot to do in and just like that. She gets a lot to do. She is not so good at playing drunk. Don't you think this whole Jeremiah was a bullfrog <laughs> was bullshit? Of course it was. It was so bad. Okay, let's. Let, let, I don't think we have to belabor this episode too much because it's so. Weird, but there are a couple things that really stick out to me and actually okay. are highlights. Low and then let me tell you, so y'all, it ranks 90th. 90. On out the of like Vulture list. Out of 93. Three. A totally forgettable outing. Totally With forgettable Miranda outing. With Brandon Steve's argument about money, the only salient detail. Yes, I. this was the yeah. highlight of the show just because it illustrates further how toxic Steve is. Oh, yeah. And how, how what a fantastic actor Cynthia Nixon is yes yeah so but like I said I think the episode started and I was like "Ooh!" I watched it this morning with my coffee and I'm like <laughs> springtime in Paris in New York yes, yes yes um with a magazine stand with when it had magazines and you could go buy do you remember in the 90s in the early 2000s going to a magazine store and buying like everything yes and just there were so many and print was alive and like in style was like I get 600 style, pages. I and, get real simple. I uh, get, oh, I loved Rachel Ray. Ra- everything. I get Bon Appetit. I get Savoir. 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 Um, a, a big, a big like massive Vogue for September. And you were a set Mary with like a hundred perfume samples. 
Yes. Right? I was really feeling it. And I'm like, this is so Cosmo good. I get Cosmo too and do the quizzes. All of it. Yeah. All of it. I loved, loved it all. It. Men's health. I would even outdoor? buy like a men's health. I know. I loved outdoor. Outdoor. Yes. Yeah. So many. So good. So good. You know, and, and it, it, so we, I guess you could still do something like this, but there was something, there's a picture they were painting, you know, um, that was so awesome to me. It was like idyllic. so alluring. Oh, yes. So I know. Spring in, spring in New York. Spring in New York is fantastic. Walking in Central Park with like the daffodils blooming uh, and the cherry blossoms. It's yeah, fantastic. So fantastic. So, and you know, and, and Carrie recalls the time she fall, fell in love with Mr. Big. And it's yeah. so cringy how she's like looking at him through yeah. a paper and like, it was so slice of New York. They're having this New York breakfast and she just realizes she loves him. Oh, it's if. I mean, they, as a couple, they have like some food play fetishes going on they because do. And she's she like, routinely cleans food from his mouth or takes it directly from his tongue. From his tongue. <laughs> She like he probably he'll probably put an hors d'oeuvre on his tongue and she has to eat it. Yeah. And it's like a raw oyster. Yeah. Um, And it's just like flirty, sexy eyes. I'm like, I love him. To me, Carrie fell in love with him hours after meeting him. Oh, yeah, of course. And couldn't and wrestled with this notion for two years already. Like as if it's not happening now. This didn't seem like news. I was like, Oh, I thought you were so two years in, you're in love with broken up with him like four times already. Like, yeah. Now you were in love with him when, when you're going to go to Turks and Caicos. Like I don't. Yeah. It, it just didn't resonate, but whatever. And then they go to the ballet and, uh, her hair is so wild. (laughs) So, so she rocks straight hair this whole episode. Frighteningly straight. It's like straight burnt, and the ends look burnt. <laughs> burnt straight. She yeah. burnt straightened her hair, which I was so like, it's so much processing that I was so scared for her. And her hair is curly. Yeah. I like the straight look though. It's, it was it, very It was ushering era. in. It was so era. Like remember Gwyneth would, would have that super straight, but like very, yes. um, like full of like hair oil, like the gloss. Everyone. Very oh. glossy, very straight. Yeah, very glossy, very straight. And I, and she had a lot of '90s looks in this one, like the kind of the uh, chinoiserie, like silk corseted yes. top with the skirt Embroidered. and everything. Like it was, yep. it was, yeah, it was so '90s. I was, I appreciated all the looks, but it was very of the era. Like it all looked kind of off the rack. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm and it had that a, kind of um, import store look. A little bit of import an import store, store like yeah, uh, like vintage. Like well, they Indonesia. were vintage shopping. Yeah. It was a kind of vintage import shop yeah, with a little bit of like kind of a Le, Le Chateau. Yes. <laughs> in it. Did Mandarin it collar Le Chateau. Mandarin collar Le Chateau. Yes. yes. So that, American listeners, Le Chateau is this Canadian store from Quebec, which is our French province. Yeah. And I loved Le oh, Chateau. Oh, I thought it was the height of fashion in the 90s. I mean, the height like you could go get like a shiny silver metallic club button oh, up club top. Wild looks from Le Chateau. Mandarin collars. Yeah, it was, I don't even know how you describe it. But very 90s. Very forever. 90s. Like just so 90s. And it, yeah, it didn't change from that. No. And then as you grew older, you just separated from that brand. Every year was a further separation. Like it didn't change, but you did. Yeah. <laughs> but then you'd go back and just like wander the the 
the racks. They had an identity. Anyway, okay, Le Chateau. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah, very Le Chateau. Le Chateau styling. Kind of appreciated it, but this crimped hair was crazy. But I remember people doing shit like this to their hair all the time. Like, it was it's, just chopsticks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Throw a chopstick in there, some long bangs, crimp them. And there was also the start of this look, which we see Carrie wearing. Um, we've probably already seen it, and we're going to see it again, where I remember my friends doing this, where you wash your hair, blow dry your hair, put it in pigtails, and then okay. put a bandana on top. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love it all. Like, what? what? Are we better now? I don't know. Are we going to look back at what we're doing now and think the same things as the of 90s? Course. Yeah, of I guess course. so, right? But it was really and- trend-driven. Like people oh, were just completely. doing it very trendy all the time. Yeah. And I feel like the all of the hairdressers in this episode, everyone who had the head on set was really into the straight iron because Cynthia Nixon's hair too, they like straightened the back of it. So it's like sticking out from her head. <laughs> <laughs> and then round brushed the front. Yeah. It's round, a choice. You know, round brush dried the front. It's a choice. It's a, a choice. choice. Everything was a choice with her. Like, I mean... Someone hated Cynthia Nixon. And I... Is her hair different in every episode? I feel like she's rocking this kind of short, long... I don't know what this... The Karen? What would you call this? It was like a bit of a Karen (laughs) for a long time. I feel like it's her... I feel like her hair is different in every episode. Really? We should make a timeline of her hair. Oh, how fun. Yeah, we should. How fun. Okay, so... Yeah. He gets her a gift. He gets her a gift. He, and I remember these purses too, talking oh, about yeah. trends. Um, it's like a glittery handbag mm-hmm. that has like a little, on a little chain, uh, like a um, sequined. Yep. And it was something. Like it wasn't just a. It was an animal or like a an piece animal, of watermelon. Or, yeah. or a watermelon. Like it was very, it was, it was very like literal interpretation of something. And it was yeah. like really rigid, right? So you'd open it like a. Like a. Yeah, it had like yeah. one of those. It had a little one of those things, like yeah. a closure. Yeah, so he gets her this, and she's like, "Flabbergasted." Get, gets her a swan. I like it. I think it's actually kind of kitschy and cool. Well, like, right? Come on, like it's Bjork. Like, yes, come on. She would wear this. Now she pulls out in this, like, especially in the in just like that, the most wild, like a peacock hat and a yeah. You know, she would, they should bring she back would the carry swan that. purse. Well, think about in the, the oh, last in episode of, of just like that. She carries a Eiffel Tower, a hard sequin Eiffel Tower yes. bag. Yeah. Like this is actually very much her. Yeah. Or at least it becomes, maybe she becomes a bit of an archetype. Like we we're talking about archetypes, like a caricature of herself as the show progresses. Yeah. Like right now. You're, they're really trying to, you know, she makes choices and this is, wouldn't be one of her choices. She wants luxury. It's Judith Lieber. I feel bad for that brand because it, they it really is, show it. it. It is luxury. And like, it's it was probably like a thousand dollar bag. Yeah. I mean, Judith Lieber, I remember the brand. I think it's still kicking. Very I think expensive. you could also buy these from Le Chateau. <laughs> you could buy this from Le Chateau. You can get this. Yeah. Anywhere. Um, so she that compels her to say, I love you. I guess it's this point of like, oh, he's just so off, but I it means a lot. I don't know why she says it, actually, at this and moment. Then, and then the thing that's so fucked is that 
It's completely conditional because later she tells her friends, well, I guess I have to break up with him because he's not saying it back. Yeah. It's completely tied to conditions. Yeah. And I was like, what? yeah, they talk They're at brunch and she's like, well, it's like a dairy. Actually, it's yeah. got a shelf life of a week. If he doesn't yeah. say I love you back in a week, we, I have to break up with him. <laughs> yeah. Talk it, about it Cosmo so rules. I mean, how exactly. about how about feel it and be intuitive and and be nor- like just a regular human being, Carrie, yeah, for once. Like if, if you choose to tell someone you love them, it's like completely connected to it's it's not unconditional in any way. No. In any way. How, how, what a crazy immature storyline. I have to say, it just seems so juvenile throughout this whole thing. Okay, so we can come, we can get through this pretty fast. Okay, so Samantha's dating this guy who's like really unattractive and they have very little chemistry. It's an odd casting choice. Oh, I know. When he gets, why show him naked? Yeah, we get to see his butt. I don't know. Gross. It's like one of those, like, it's like a, a block. Like he looks like a, a big rectangle of a man, you know, and a skin tube, a skin tube. So and he has this, this terrible actress, um, servant. Yep. Named some who is, I think Ty, but they don't yeah. get to it because they don't really say what she is, what her nationality is. They just make a, a cheap crack that <laughs> the worst line of all time is, um, she wasn't so dim that some <laughs> just this pan-Asian stereotype. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not, it's not good. Why would um, she, why would you assume she's dim? Because she's a servant. And exactly. Asian? Like why so, even? Oh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it's not good. So they have this um, conversation about class <gasps> right? That sets which it up. felt very weird. Oh, it's but, so but I bad. mean, I, I, well, they so so I was curious. Like, did one of the times? And I know I'm saying this as someone who's privileged. Like, I'm white. I'm I, I'm I got to, I have post secondary education, so I guess there I have some. There's privilege in my life in terms of class, mm-hmm. and there's times in my life where I think I felt it because like there's some of my family, um, there's people in my family who have money, mm-hmm. and so. It, it's, it was more came across as being shamed for not having the right etiquette. Mm-hmm. Like I've experienced that before, like being in a fancy restaurant and feeling like you have to act a certain way. Because there, if if there is a, well, this gets illustrated really well um, in this episode, actually, because if there's something that you can pass, it's passing for class, right? So um, if you have yeah. manners and table manners and dress the right way, you can actually pass. Yeah. Um, and Mr. Big at the end, when he goes to this stupid party um, yeah. with Carrie, expects no her to food. pass for at least being, you know, if you're not, if you don't have that wage, if there's that wage disparity and you are poor and I'm rich, at least when I bring you to a penthouse, you can act like one of us. Yeah. And she despises this. Yeah. I mean, all she had to do is act how like normal and she would have been fine, but she starts <laughs> acting in a way that is so crazy. Okay. So anyway, they it would have be this, offensive anywhere. I'm jumping. It's acts. offensive anywhere. It's offensive at a McDonald's how she it's, acted. It's just rude. Oh, it's just rude. It's yeah. almost like sociopath. Like it's something wrong, like something wrong with all of them. Okay. So anyway, they have this 
conversation and and um charlotte says well you know like there is a class system and she points yeah. at the women giving them pedicures and like, oh, yeah. like room and then they all like oh that's true and um carrie that's says well systemic racism though yeah it was terrible and i'm just so glad they didn't cut to these people giving them pedicures and they're all like you know young Chinese girls or something like, I'm just so glad they at least didn't do that, but yeah. whatever they were all obviously all from different countries and from then uh, America. And that's not class. That's systemic racism. Yeah. It's that's, that's true. That's true. And, um, and Miranda, you know, says that Steve makes a lot less than her, um, you know, but there's no problem. Um, and then Carrie says, yeah, there's no problem with me either. I make a lot less than Mr. Big and it's never been an issue. And well, cause um, she's the woman. Yeah. But she's the woman. Charlotte says, well, it's normal for the woman to not have money. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but of course then, Charlotte so, says that, of course she yeah, does. Of course she does. And then Samantha <laughs> says like a lot of women are more powerful. So they all go through this journey of, of flipping that what their belief was, right? So, but they're not talking about class. They're they're actually talking. I mean, I know this is through nineteen ninety nine, yeah. but they're talking about systemic racism and yeah. privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're all actually pretty upper sexism, class, like because of their uh, education yeah. and their and their status, or you know, all these types of things. They're actually very upper class, but um, they're extremely racist. <laughs> That's yeah. the problem. No, but um, yeah. so they all go on this journey, right? So <laughs> Samantha um, does meet this rich man and um, it's illustrated to her that that she's part of this caste system and and some is playing, playing it, playing her um, and won't let her into the system in their house. And then, you know, Charlotte meets the actor and becomes a groupie so she reverses the role oh god it's so bad it's so gross oh it's so gross she within hours turns into the worst garbage person of all time and like is starting to get them like she's starting to get them all drinks and when he at so she you know has this terrible experience and carrie even says get out of that car get out of that situation yeah you have, like that so carrie's friend meter was very high in this episode in a weird way yeah <clears throat> He's hot though. Yeah, he's hot. And then he <laughs> tells her to go stick her finger in her pussy yep. and come back and let me smell it in front of like 10 people. And I yeah. honestly thought she would do it because yeah, I thought she would. That she's like, ooh, it's sexy. Yeah, like that's good. Like, isn't that great? Yeah. Look how much he likes me. He likes me enough to do that. Oh, uh, it's gross. It's weird. And, and, then, and then, so the most kind of, it's still not great. But the kind of the most grounded in maybe reality because of the performances is with between Miranda and Steve because Miranda's going to her law firm dinner. Miranda's a lawyer. She's a partner. She's like a very capable woman. She owns her own apartment and Steve is a bartender. Okay, cool. I guess she has concerns that that's not ambitious enough, which is um, another garbage person behavior. But she wants to buy Steve a suit. So remember we had that conversation last time about ultimately being uncomfortable or ashamed about who the person you supposedly care about or love is Mm -hmm. this idea that you have to change them. Yeah. And like, here it is in action that she wants Steve to show up in a different way to be a different person. And so she offers to buy him a suit. She's actually pretty 
neutral huh. about it. Huh. And and Steve isn't necessarily uncomfortable accepting it. He's gonna. It's like an eighteen hundred dollar suit. I think he was fine. To me, he was really happy. He, he thought it was, was really fun until he saw the price tag. Yeah. He was pretty into it. But I mean, why does why does Miranda need? Right. Why to... isn't the corduroy suit okay then? Yeah. If he has a suit, you know, and she says the requirement, you know, there, you should wear a suit. Okay, I've got a corduroy suit. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then it's Pick like you up at eight. If, if she's worried about trying to protect him from the other people she works with, then... Don't go. Maybe, exactly. Or maybe be like, do you know what? No, I, I want him to come and they can F off. They can and I know fuck this off is, or... This is 1999. I get that. I get that. I'm saying this from this oh, lens, but... That's true. No, you're really showing me a, a different side of this. Maybe she could have been honest with him and say, like, I work with garbage people and they yeah. all wear Hugo Boss suits and... Do you want to fit in like that or do you want to come in your corduroy suit? I'll support you either way. Exactly. Exactly. But that doesn't happen. That does not happen. And then they have a, a good a scene where Steve's like, look, I returned the suit. I, I don't I think maybe who I am is not the person you want to be with. Which I you didn't think that so was fair. Tell me. Tell me what you thought. I saw her saying, you know, quarter suits, not very in style. Let's go suit shopping. Great. Yeah. They go suit shopping. He loves the suit. He looks great. Yeah. Um, he's really happy. He's loving the whole situation until he realizes that he can't afford it. Yeah. And then kind of pull, pulls the like, feel sorry for me card. You know, first of all, it's so cringy him trying to like, she just offers to pay and who cares? Honestly, who cares? Oh, you want, you want me to come in a fucking $1,800 suit and you want to pay? It's no big deal to you. It's a big deal to me. Okay. Well, would you, if Matt, yeah. when you and Matt were first dating mm, first and Matt dating. was like, I have a critical mass party. I mean, I know I'm saying this to you as someone who's like, like my outfits are not a, a, an issue. But if he was like, look, you can't wear that. Yeah. You, I look, I'd like to buy you this really. I mean, I would, I, it's different though. I guess oh, maybe gender roles, no, like gender I, roles. Yeah. In, okay. Gender roles. But uh, no, I'm just trying to think, no, I wouldn't accept it. Um, but if right? Matt, It'd be weird. It'd feel but weird. But if Matt no? was like the V, like a, like a partner at Ernst & Young and needed to take me to the office party and I was really poor and said, hey, I'm, I'll am I'll outfit you. No, it'd feel really fucked up. It'd feel yeah, weird, no, it's right? terrible. Because yeah. there's like a, there's some sort of moral judgment That's on. Yeah, it's a problem. So he reacted in the right way. Okay. Yeah. It sure. just feels like there's there's like a a, a moral judgment on someone if you don't have enough money, which is. But I'm thinking fucked. when I was young living in Toronto and I was like 22, 8, 20 and a yeah. rich, rich person wanted to buy me yeah. an outfit for a party. I'd be like, L- where are we going? Exactly. Are, are, f- show me the way to Gucci. D- d- different thing. But that's like yeah. the exchange of power there is different because you're offering like youth and beauty. And this <gasps> person is yeah, offering money. Steve and- offering? Nothing. I guess. I mean, she says There's like, no they like each there. other. I don't oh, know. God. Yeah, no, they do. And they're actually in a great, she's she's in a great space with him. And this kind of brings her down a notch. You know, she kind of, okay, yeah. I get it. I realize this. She doesn't get it, though. She's mad. But at the end, what happens? <laughs> they break up. <laughs> Didn't you I was just really watch not it? watching closely. Okay, so. <gasps> at the scene at the door, don't they break up? Do no, they? I'm worried I missed a scene. Oh, God. They broke um, up. And then, then Carrie goes home with Jeremiah. Yeah. And, and like they're bummed. 
Yeah, they're bombed. And the big calls her the next morning. And I actually have it here. Do you want me to say what it says? Listen, I know what you're really pissed off about. But it's just something I've got to do in my own time, okay? Well, I fucking love you, all right? No, I do. It's just a tough thing for me to say because it always seems to get me in trouble when I say it. Okay? Okay. How is my big? Average. (laughs) Like kind of a... It's okay. <laughs> You're ultimately disappointed by... I'm ultimately disappointed by your performance. But you know what? Okay, and then she looks down and yeah. uh, uh, Jeremiah is sleeping in her bed as she gets this, you yeah. know? She, all she needed to do is give him... Honestly, all she had to do is give him a little time to process, you know? People process things differently and he kind of like, I get this, I understand where you're coming from. I'm acknowledging that. And all, all she had to do was wait. Been said she has a, a man in her bed. Yeah. So exactly. bombed. So instead bombed she, she had to ask him if they had sex. It said she got drunk. Yeah. And left. Act, exactly. And she couldn't even like remember. A spoiled brat at this party. Yeah. It's bad. And um, and you know what she says, which is wild. Um, nothing counts before I love you. No, yeah. everything before I love you doesn't count. Doesn't count. Really? Yeah. So to her, that first two years with him, like just nothing counts until he said he loves her. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I want it on a shirt. <laughs> Shouldn't that be Ooh, our swag? That would be a good swag. Isn't that good swag? I want it. I want it. Nothing I want counts to do before this. I love you. Yeah. Garbage person, Gary. <laughs> yeah, garbage person. But, um, but it's actually bullshit because for her, everything counts. Everything, everything is done. She has a running tally. She has yeah. a running tally in her mind of where they're at, what he owes her. I don't know. This episode was, I it really, really irked me. It's not great. It's not good. It's just so middling and so, I don't know. I do think Samantha had some, I, I her again, her comedic chops came through, but she has nothing of substance. No. Um, Miranda gets something. I thought Mar- that Miranda yeah. got something. Miranda's breakup scene is great. Yeah. That's hard to do. It's hard it's to memorable. do to have coverage on you like that. We're like, basically... So the camera turns, and so when we see her, that means that the camera is facing her. There's, like, a crew of people behind the camera, and she has she's acting like she's talking to Steve. Steve would be just off camera, mm-hmm. so she could actually talk to him. But to be able to, like, stay in the moment, mm-hmm. and it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's very, very hard to do, because there's, like, 30 people there. What do you think... The best outfit was. I don't care about this episode much. <laughs> I don't um, think it was particularly stylish either. No, it wasn't. And honestly, I don't have an outfit that I really liked. What I liked was Carrie had a really interesting jewelry stories. Oh, you, well, her Carrie necklace sure was prominent in every scene. So she had her Carrie necklace and then she was wearing um, layers of like really delicate. Again, it's kind of that... Um, East Indian, like yoga inspired, delicate, like um, beaded, very delicate though, like slim gold chains. I think at one point she actually was wearing a himsa, which is like the evil eye hand. Oh. Um, And then she wears this like really delicate blue beaded um, necklace. Anyways, I thought her her jewelry was really beautiful. That's the only thing I liked. 
I have to say there's a scene where Miranda, it's actually where Steve and Miranda are talking about this party and she's like, you should get a suit. And they're like laughing. She's wearing this gray suit with a gray turtleneck. Yeah. And I don't like it, but it really triggered a memory. Like I used to work at Club Monaco in like 1998 in Toronto. And I think, I legitimately think this is a Club Monaco suit. Really? I think so. It's, and I know, I remember the name. It was called uh, the Tex Pant and the Tex Blazer. And it was in light charcoal, charcoal or charcoal mix, char mix, they called it. Yeah. I actually think it's Club Monaco. The whole look. And it would make sense that they would be buying and returning. Like a stylist was like buying an outfit at Club Monaco for her and then returning yeah. the next week. Because we had that happen all the time to us in really? at that time. Like movie stylists would come in and buy like $10,000 worth of stuff and return it the next day. And then day. return it all. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, like some, yeah, we used to get like a lot of stars. Like it was, Club Monaco is kind of like a thing that in that time frame. And the Monica Lewinsky, remember they had a makeup line and Monica Lewinsky wore all Club, Club Monaco makeup for yeah. her big interview with Barbara Walters? Yep. No, you don't I, remember. I used to buy, because yeah, I'm sure I can think of the makeup palettes in my head because yes. I used to buy the Club Monaco makeup. It was beautiful makeup. Yeah. A lot it was of it was really very matte. And That's very what I'm 90s. saying. It was matte. Yeah. And matte. There was lots and of like browns. All of the uh, containers were frosted clear. Yeah. yeah I can think of good. it in my head. How dare you say I didn't remember? Because did I have a vacant look on my face? No, Monica Lewinsky's interview with her famous uh, lipstick. Yeah. There was like a year waiting list at our store for that lipstick. It Wasn't it brown? It was like a brown with an overlined lip. Like it was really. I had that color. I thought I could wear a brown. Like who thinks, why would you wear a brown lip? I think it's coming back. You think? I don't know. These neutrals, you know, like, but then it got wacky. Well, we came, we watched. We didn't like it. No. We also loved we were disappointed it. Disappointed. And loved it at the same time because yeah. that's part of the experience for these shows. Especially these episodes, especially the early ones. It just doesn't pick up I can't wait until it just like something happens where we're like we're in. Yeah. When this you get those like really rapid in. fire like bing 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 scenes yeah. where you can feel the connection. Gonna, can't wait. Exactly. It's going to happen. It's not Can't there wait. yet. I think it might be season three. Yeah. Season three is not a red. When is the New York episode where they did a tribute to? Uh, no, that's already in season four or five, actually, when they do the tribute to the. I think it isn't season four, the shortened season, because uh, she's pregnant. Not 11 oh, and okay. she's pregnant. Yeah. yeah. That's when it really gets good. Like, those are some of the classic episodes. Anyway, we'll know. Big's coming though, or not big? Sorry, Aiden. Aiden's coming. When does Aiden appear? Let's see. Let's see. Well, it's what? No, I'm just trying to think of where Miranda and Steve are at the time because that—that's how they meet Aiden. Is because it's he works at the bar. He's a furniture. He's a a furniture person, but the. Uh, when season three, he's in on a lot of together. season three. And then, oh, and Trey also comes in season three. A lot's okay, going to happen. season three. A lot's going to happen. Out. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be you good. Know, you know what? It's all good. It's all good. Because yeah. we're here together. Thank you for listening. Follow us on And Just Like What Pod. And Just Like That Pod. And Just Like What Pod. <laughs> we can't it? wait. We can't, <laughs> we can't wait to hear what you think about what we've talked about. 
please stick with us. She meets him season better. three, episode six. Oh, no, wait. She meets him in season three, episode five. Okay. I think yeah. we're, we're building up to that moment in my mind. I can't it's wait. It's going to get good. It's going to get good, guys. We can just push through. We're just going to We can do it. We can do it. And if, and if, and just like what or that is launching in, su- in summer or spring of 2023, then we have a lot more episodes to cover before that happens. We will get, yeah. Yeah. We're going to run through this whole, okay. Well, until next, you know, it's fun. That's for sure. I, yeah. I enjoy doing it so much. And thank you for listening along, everyone. Thank you for listening along. Th- thank you for sharing your comments with us. Follow us on the pod. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.